JD and Josh go at it while Junior warms you up. This is Chalk My Bet. Announce, do you know it? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, see? I'm going to Are we live? Yeah, we've been live. We're not live. We're recording, how are we live? This is gonna be live. Bitch, this is gonna be, you know what he means, bro. Already off to a great start. Awesome. Josh Cortez, Jr., uh, how do you spell that, bro? How do you spell JR? <laughs> Does it matter? Hold on, no, I didn't really... we'll pull it up. I think it's Valdez. Is it actually right? your, your real yeah, name? Valdez. Junior? Is it or is it bro, Jose? Is it Jose? Don't... don't call me by that name, bro. Okay, but Ooh. it is your name, right? Yeah, my name's Jose. <laughs> okay, it's, it's government. Name. <laughs> we got Josh Cortez, Junior Valdez, JD Chavez here on the episode today. We're gonna go over day two of the Europa. Okay, hold on. Did Abe did, didn't JD DM your niece challenge to challenge her? Yeah, dude, and she and she actually had to drop out of kindergarten because she was so scared to go back. I told her I was gonna take her crayon. <laughs> on site, the bro. crayon. Yeah, the red ones taste a bit. It's on site, bro. Oh, it's on site. <laughs> on site. Yeah. Hold her. It's on hey. site. You wait till I catch on the playground. Yeah. Junior. So yeah, you were talking about. Um, you were talking about when you got there a little bit late. Announces uh, athletes didn't want to come up and talk to you. Very rude, by the way. We'll talk about we'll yeah. Give a no, talk to I mean later. I was just playing, but yeah, no, I mean, well, that, you know, it you just it just like, I mean, just just so that they were there to do one thing, you know, they were there to fucking just lift. not talk to Junior. Yeah, not talk to Junior. Ignore you know, Junior. Yeah. What was yeah, the cadence? Cadence? I didn't even shake my hand. Yeah, what, was the, what was the cadence of the of the meet for you as far as warm ups were concerned? Uh, Do you feel like you had enough time? Um, I feel like, I feel like they went pretty well. I mean, we had like a couple close calls, but I, I feel like there's not really much we could have done to avoid that. We had like a lot of lifters in so little space and there was four racks, but really there were only three because no one knew where the fourth one was. Um, and then we had <laughs> constant, like other people that we didn't even know just come up and like try to get sets in just like out of nowhere. Like yeah. this dude just comes up randomly. He's like, "Let me get 315." I'm like, "Bro, have you even warmed up anywhere else? Like, what? Who are you? Who are you? I've you're just starting at 315. Like, no, you're not, not even here. wearing a singlet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw him do a bicep curls with the barbell, bro. I think, yeah, I think he meant, I think he meant money. Like, let me get 315. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me hold. She was like, let me <laughs> they hold charge it for water here. Yeah, he was like, "Let me hold 315 for you, bro." Bro, I'm telling you, if I, if I was in the back, I w- if I was in the back in the warm up, like I would just like stiff arm everyone. Like everyone would walk up to me, and say, like, "Hey, can I get this?" I was like, "No, go away! Like leave me alone." <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the scariest pod, thing bro. was yeah, yeah. The scariest thing was seeing Anas come up and then knowing that you have to like, like I'm looking at the sheets for the warm up attempts, and I'm like, I know his athletes have like two or three more attempts, and I'm like, or warm ups, and I was like looking every time I see Anas, I'd get like this pit in my stomach. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no. happy. Yeah. Gonna yell. Oh God! No, hey, hey! I appreciate everything you and Junior and Najee and Sheila did. Honestly, I couldn't have done it without you guys. Like, I would have been a mess. How You're many? Just how saying many, that. You're how many people Shut did up. we have on the second day? It was like eleven. I think it was like we had 40? ten. We had 10? ten. We had yeah. about fifteen nine. It was the entire platform too. Was, it was yeah. yeah, yeah. That I, was just Anas's people. I thought I thought it was the Anas Classic. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. 
what Being was class. <laughs> yeah i wasn't sure what i don't know what europa was i saw that on my receipt but, but we, it was else. we, we <laughs> were talking about how people would walk up to me and abe and start asking asking us questions it's like hey man where, where do i put my attempts in bro hey man, I, what's my total i was like man like i don't so know like, <laughs> <laughs> we're already on bellows where do i hit my squat at <laughs> where do i hit my squat bro, I, was, I, no, I, I feel so bad a guy walked up to me and he's like hey um can I can I still can I still do bench and deadlift if I bomb out on squats? I was like, I was like, man, you know what? I was like, hey. yeah, like, like, yeah, you can you can finish the meet if you want. I, like, I didn't get any squats in. I was like, oh, man, I don't I don't know what to tell oh, you, bro. Yeah, sucks, dude. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. You look like, his like you can put your attempts bro. over there. You can put your attempts in over there if you want. He wanted some fatherly advice. I think I know who you're talking about because he came up to me too. He he asked me on bench, like I was or right before bench, I was over there like. Uh, Eating, you know, drinking my Gatorade, and he was like, "Hey, can I continue the meet if I bombed out on squat?" And I was like, "I don't know, bro. I've never bombed out." Like, <laughs> oh, and he was like, "My coach is my dad," and he points at his dad. He's like, "Oh so my Kenny, god!" The, the dad, has to, dad, like he he followed oh. up on the question. He's like, "Kenny," I was like, "I don't know." Oh. I'm like, go away. His dad has like a brown paper bag with like eye holes cut out. He's so embarrassed of his son. <laughs> He's right over there. Oh, wait. Where'd he go? Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad for that kid. He looks, that's why he, he found like, you. Yeah, he, he looked like miserable. I, don't know. I felt so yeah. bad for him. He was asking everybody, can I still bench and deadlift? Yeah. He bombed out on bench, too. He didn't get a single bench. No. Get out of here. Really? No, I'm, I'm straight. I'm like legit. If you, go, if you go on lifting cast right now, there is a solid red line, a deadlift opener, and then another red line. And that's it like I think it's like maybe it's his first meet. I don't know if it's his first meet. It looked like it was his first meet. Looked like it was his last meet. I don't think hey, that guy's coming back. Sport, kid. Yeah, hey, man, you know what? He's never he looked like a nice kid. Been. He looked like a nice kid. I'm not gonna lie. Damn, y'all are mean. Yeah, JD yeah, was well, like, he's like, yeah, man, go away. Dude, no, okay, hold on. About warm ups, my favorite part about getting JD ready was the fact that he didn't need me to get him ready. So like, I was in there. I'm like, hey, JD, and he'd be like, I already know. Oh, okay. Hey Jay, you gotta yeah. hit it. I already know. I'm like, damn, JD's yeah. easy. He just JD was like just walking around. He was like walking around. I was trying to help I'm like, you hey out, JD, man. sit down. He's like, nah. I'm like, oh, okay. I can't sit because <laughs> I cramp. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Cutting for the meat, bro. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I, know, I was like, pretty gonna cut that morning. I couldn't sit down. <laughs> JD, JD was like, I sit down, I ain't getting back up. What was that was I think you asked me if I wanted baby powder. Like you were you were motioning me to come sit down and put baby powder on my legs, and I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what was going on. I just yeah, knew that I was like, every single person who announced the lift or announced that as an athlete was getting baby powder on their legs. I dropped but, uh, the you, you you would say the warm ups with um Abe, Abe and Junior, you think like it went pretty smooth. Um you do you guys want to go over how the kind of the team did? Uh yeah, I mean I feel like the team did pretty well. Like given that Clean, I sweet. think the warm ups actually did go well. Um, like I said, we were a little rushed on time, but like whatever we had to take care of, we took care of it. And like if something did go out of like out of this like disarray, like we we would capitalize on it and we'd be like, all right, we need so and so, so let's move his um, his warm ups a little faster. Let's combine these like whatever mm-hmm. we needed to do. Like we got to it. I don't feel like anything really went wrong with warm ups. Yeah, like we supersetted things that we needed to superset. And honestly, when it comes to warmups in this situation, like what we had to do is we had to adapt. So like the first the first round of warmups for squats, we were still getting a feel for what the what the level of movement was like on each of the two platforms. We realized after that quickly that platform one was significantly 
slower than platform two. So we adjusted our plan based off of that. Like we had Sheila running the platform one, giving us kind of updates on where Anas's lifters were at, and then Anas coming from platform two and and so on. And but like when it got down to the rhythm after that, once we once we went over like the the blockers that were hitting us on squats, um, like your athletes, we wanted to make sure they didn't have anything to worry about. So main thing we were just doing was keeping them reassured and they did great as far as keeping their morale up, mentality up, listening to us where they needed to and, and adjusting on the fly. But once we hit that rhythm of understanding how each platform was moving, like Najee junior and I were just like, Hey, four plates in a four plates in a 10 on each side. We were checking each other's work. Like it was, it was great. And then, like I said, Sheila running back and forth, like, it all things considered, I feel like, and people people saw this as well. We were one of, if not the most efficient team at that meet. Yeah, I, I think you, you, yeah, you can't really because I mean, you see in their performances, like you can't really have a good meet like if your warm ups and everything is is not organized. And everyone, I thought everyone did really well. Everything, everyone seemed ready to hit their their openers. Um, I mean, I, I can go briefly over the people who, who competed and like what they did so we can go over them. Then we can cover uh, both Josh's and JD's meets. Um, okay. I, I can just start with uh, people from day two. We had 10 people. Uh, we had Calvin coming back um, after three years of oh, three years off of powerlifting. After this, can you please, can you please touch on Calvin's bench? Okay, we'll we'll, no, yeah, we'll talk about his we'll talk about his squat and deadlift first. So, okay, so he squatted two hundred five, which is I think ten kilos under his best from three and a half years ago in his prime. So I thought that was pretty good. Hey, don't he say pretty his happy prime. With Come it. on, give a boy a chance. I mean, when, whenever he was whenever he was lifting more consistently, because now he's only lifting three days a week, and like he like he does he squats twice a week, deadlifts once, and he came back and like almost matched his, his PR. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with how much progress he made um, only doing this low, low workload compared to everyone else. So he hit the 205 squad, which is 10, 10 kilos shy from his best. And he hit, I think at 217 and a half kilos on deadlifts, which is, I want to say uh, 10 kilos under his best. And that 217 actually moved really well. And uh, do you guys want to talk about his bench? Well, can I just say this? I don't know what anybody lifted because I was only in the warm up area. But uh-huh. my favorite part—you saw the number, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, I'll let it announce so did, all the number. Did, hold on. So did did you? You had to warm him up. How, how did you warm up Calvin for a bench? I literally walked up to him. I said, "Hey, can you just kind of shake your arms around a little bit? Just kind of like do arm <laughs> circles." <laughs> I asked him to give me a really hard high five with each hand. No, you don't like want to warm up too hard. I think yeah, 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 yeah. No, but my favorite part was when Anas came up to me and was like, "Hey, um, I'm gonna let a, I'm gonna let the clock run out on Calvin's third attempt on bench, so that my lifters have a little bit more time." And I was like, "What? Huh?" So Anas, what did he end up hitting? Okay, so he he only okay, so he opened with 75 kilos, which is 165 yeah. pounds. Nice. Um, so. The his warm ups consisted of push ups. That's and eating it. Oreos and, oh, and, eating, and eating Oreos. <laughs> he had oh, to boy. he had to hold his wrist wraps for a few seconds, static hold <laughs> to desensitize. I, t- I told him joint. to watch some people bench. That will warm him up for his bench. Yeah. Like, hey, just stand here and look at them bench. That should get you ready. Part of his warm ups, we had to breathe on him to keep him warm. 
<laughs> it's the, the funny thing is, I think like the the only warm up part for his bench was like me telling him the commands. I was like, okay, here, I want you to mess this up. So remember, there's three commands: start, press, and rack. But he, that was like, okay. You got right? it. That was that was his choice, right, Anas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right. he, I was like, he opened with seventy five, and like it looked like he could have benched like a hundred or plus kilos. But after he hit seventy five. As he was getting off the uh, off the bench, he looked at me. He was like, "Yeah, I'm done." I was like, "Oh, you want me to put anything in?" He's like, "I'm done." Then he like he went in the back and started eating Oreos. <laughs> hey man, that's he's living a dream. Hey, where can I find this guy's men. program? I like this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, JD. I'm not gonna give you his program. JD yeah, been asking me for his program what? for the past three weeks. What Della? Come on, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> so what was the, what was what were people looking at you whenever? They saw Calvin's name on the board for third attempt, and they just saw the clock dwindling down. Like, did anybody look at you like, come on, Doug? Yeah, for, for, the sec- for the second attempt, like, they were waiting for him. It's like, Calvin, you're up 90 kilos on the bar. And, like, they're yelling at him. They're looking for him. And, like, Marcellus looks at me. He's like, hey, your lifter is up. Then, like, I look at Calvin. I was like, hey, do you want to go? And, and Calvin, as he's eating his Oreos, is like, no, I'm good. I look at I look at Marcel. He's like, no, we're good, man. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Living a dream, what can I say? Yeah. Like I say, we, we, we let the time run out uh, for his second and third attempts. And, um, you know, like I said, like, he did really well with uh, squats and squats and deadlifts. And we have next, we have Johan. Johan went eight for nine, <laughs> added 37 and a half kilos to his total. A really good day, only missing his last deadlift. Um, you guys have anything to say about Johan? I love the guy. I mean, he was just really easy to warm up. He was just like, he showed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, we have Eric next. He went seven for nine. Only He missed. He, he didn't miss any third attempts. He only missed his two second attempts. On um, He missed the second attempt on bench, um, rushing the, the, the press command, and missed um, a second attempt on deadlifts. Um, I think like he had like an issue setting up, but he ended up with a twenty-two and a half kilo PR. Uh, really good meat. Um, we have Sam. Sam Powers. Sam Powers had to cut for this meat. He went back to ninety-threes. Ooh, he didn't really have that. He didn't have uh, a good time cutting for this meat. But I think honestly, I think he was. He had the easiest cut into um, making making weight because I know. Vin had a hard time making weight. JD had a little hard time, and Najee too. You know, funny something funny about Sam is like we were both there the day before, like on day one of the Europa, where the women were going, and uh, we both weighed ourselves in, and I was like two keys over, and Sam was like, "Hey, how much were you over?" I was like, "Oh, about two keys," and he was like, "Oh, phew, okay, I'm not the only person who's over right now." I'm like, bro, that's not a good thing. Like, why are you? <laughs> It's like, if I don't make it, you don't make it. We good. He was like, yeah. yeah. And Oz told me to bring my scale to the meet. I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody I'll go to a mattress store to check mattress mattress deals. <laughs> 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 Maybe mattress I got a good mattress. <laughs> I'll shop around, though. Oh, my God. You got the good D. Oh, I mean, what? What? Hey. Uh, bench only. What I mean, what? Okay, so Sam had a good meet, man. Uh, he added 15 kilos to his total at 93. Um, then next we have Timmy. Timmy, Timmy was a was a trip. Like everyone was watching Timmy and laughing at him. He, hey, laughing no. with him. Let's say, let's say, laughing with him. <laughs> yeah, with him. With him. He was. Whoa. He was. He was pretty funny. He was having uh, a lot of fun out there. Uh, you you had it right. 
no, no. <laughs> I love Timmy. Timmy is my what like one of my favorite lifters to watch. He's he's so funny. So Timmy had a a nine a nine for nine meet. Uh, it was his first meet as a seventy four, as an underweight seventy four, and he added about sixty kilos to his total. With, yeah, and he he had a lot left actually on all of his lifts, especially his squats and bench. It looked like um, he had a lot left. Um, but yeah, next next we have Vim. Vim didn't have like the the best meet. He was getting a lot of a lot of calls. The second that second platform was kind of was kind of harsh to be honest. Um, I know we were getting a lot of calls on that second platform for depth, like soft knees on deadlifts. Um, but yeah, so he ended up going five for nine and still ended up adding sixty kilos to his total. Uh, he ended up missing uh, squat on depth and um, missing a, a bench or two on commands. Then um, I think missing on grip on his uh, last deadlift. Uh, okay, then we have actually we have JD next. Um, yeah. JD, you want to talk about your meat? Yeah. Well, <laughs> nah. Let's hear go? about it. Yeah. How to go, JD? <laughs> sure. There you go. <laughs> yeah, sure. Actually, you know what? Let, let's cover the people I'll, who are not here yeah, first. Then we'll I, talk about you. I, I yeah, was just yeah. about to oh, say okay, that. I was okay. like, put, put me at the end because we have to tie okay. it in with somebody else who's here. Lance was um, Lance was coming back from injury. This was his. Uh, his his comeback me if you want to call it, um, he had like a, an amazing. He had a perfect me. He went nine for nine, added 65, 65 kilos to his total, and like it looked like he was finally enjoying his his training. Yeah, so I'm really happy. Nervous, for but I could tell that he finally got into the groove of it after he started the uh, after he started seeing his performance. Mm-hmm. Um, you you and Joey did a great job making sure he was ready for this meet. Yeah, and he was he was always kind of. Um, kind of cautious about his lifts. Like if he feels a little, like something, like he if he feels like his his hip is giving him a little pain or like something is, like he would kind of freak out and it's like, hey man, like I think I'm gonna need to like switch everything up and like and I was like, well, he like, would dump the bar. Yeah, like he would no, he would kind of freak out a little bit. He doesn't want to get injured again. So we actually had to switch from sumo to conventional. Um, I think like what is it like six or seven weeks out. Um, but yeah, but I mean, he ended up PRing his deadlift, um, even, even switching to conventional, like almost like seven weeks out. So he had a great meet. Uh, next we have Sam, Sam Liu. This was his first meet, uh, USAPL meet. So his numbers were from his last meet was a USB meet. So like his numbers are, aren't as, uh, as accurate because he's switching from like a deadlift bar to a stiff bar with like different, uh, different judging and whatnot. Uh, but he ended up adding 12 and a half kilos to his total. Um, funny enough, I think he, de- he hit a deadlift PR, uh, from the, from a, from a deadlift bar to a stiff bar, which is, which is good. And his squat, we went a little bit conservative in his squat. Cause like that, again, like that judging was a little, uh, a little strict, so I didn't want to risk it. I don't want. I don't want him to miss like ten kilos. Like end up ending up with his second attempt, and like we have to play catch up after that. So we went a little bit conservative in the squat, and ended up going nine for nine as well. A really good meet. Uh, and last guy before uh, JD is we have Vin. Vin had, uh, I think Vin cut about was it seven pounds? I think. Um, I think it was. Uh, yeah, he told was me he seven. was like 171, 170. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah. so our, our our plan going into this, I was like, I told him like, hey, if you're cutting from one sixty eight, you'll be fine. But don't don't get over like one sixty nine. Then like it'll be like the water cut will be kind of hard. Uh, but I think like he ended up being weighing around around one seventy. I want to say average. Uh, so we had to cut seven pounds, and he made it like on the dot last minute. Um, and like he, he like he would tell you like he looked like a zombie after after that weigh in. And like the first thing I did, I was like, "Hey, okay, like you made weight, you got seven pounds, you got to down seven pounds worth of fluids and food and keep it in you." So like it was a pretty aggressive rehydration process, but but I think he he stuck with it, and he ended up going nine for nine. Uh, forty-five kilo PR, and I, th- I thought he did. He did really well. And next we have we have you, JD. So how did how did your meet go? Uh, honestly, I'm I'm not gonna lie. It went um, it went exactly as I expected. Like um, I knew I was gonna have, you know, some issues with squat. Um, if you're tuning in for the first time and y'all don't know me, I had like an adductor strain like uh, two weeks or two or three weeks out, which caused me to skip and lower a few squat sessions. So my squat wasn't like amazing coming in. Bench press felt amazing. Not going to lie. I probably had like another two and a half in me, but it is what it is. And deadlift, I'm not going to lie. That was like the star of the show, in my opinion. And pro- like probably the most hype lift I've ever pulled in a competition. Like I think like people from the other platform were coming to watch my third attempt because it was so much higher than everybody else on that flight, I believe. Um, and I somehow still pulled like a 22 and a half, uh, kilo PR on my total. And I, I met, I met my, uh, my total PR, which is I wanted to, I wanted to total 700 kilos, which I believe is 1542. And I, I did exactly on the dot 700 kilos. And yeah, that so wasn't that, actually, that wasn't planned for us to hit the 700 kilo. It was just like based <laughs> off of the numbers on bench and deadlifts and it ended up landing on 700 kilos. Oh no, it, it was planned. <laughs> oh, it was for you. Like you wanted three hundred kilos to to get that to get that seven hundred. Yeah, absolutely. No, I was doing the math, and like that morning, I was like, the, I was looking at the lowest number I could potentially squat, and and like, okay, well, what's possible on bench based on like what I've been hitting in training? Okay, well, I absolutely have to pull three hundred, and it's for sure there because I could have pulled it a few times in training, but um. I was looking at it. I was doing the math like the whole day. I, I looked at my squat. I'm like, okay, I have to bench 155. I did. Okay. Now I absolutely have to pull 300. And then I did. I was like, okay, well, we're right on the dot. Like I just, my deadlift didn't skip a beat despite um, not really filling the training sessions as far as squat, like going into the peak or coming out of the peak, I guess. Um, so like my deadlift did not miss a beat the whole time. Like I felt strong all the way through the, the prep. And I think I pulled, um, like 290 at something like nasty i think i pulled it like at a seven or like i possibly could have tripled it if i needed to yeah you pulled it 10 days out and it looked like it was it was the fastest you ever pulled it it looked like you had that 300 kilos that day yeah so prep, prep for deadlifts seemed like it was going really well um and like you said like the squat squat was going really well beforehand like the, the block before up until you had that that little injury mm-hmm. um and and bench how, how would you say bench training was going? Bench actually was good. I think I hit a, a bench PR like um, two Mondays out. And um, I was having a little bit of like right shoulder issue. Like it's something that I had like a, a block or two ago. Um, you know, it was coming back. And like 
but for whatever reason, it, it, I just wasn't feeling any discomfort on my shoulder during the, um, during the actual competition. So like, I knew, you know, like pedal to the floor and like, let's go for it. Cause there's no, there's really just no reason in my opinion to like pull back if I'm feeling good. Like I, like I know, like be smart with it. And I was looking at the videos, but like, I was so confident going into that third bench. Like I knew I had it. Like I, and there was no question in my mind that I was going to be able to bench what I needed to bench. Um, and I would even say my Dell of confidence was so like high that day, like warming up, everything felt ridiculously easy. Then I pulled my opener, which I believe was 272 and a half. And that like, I don't think I've ever pulled 600 that fast. Like it, it actually felt like a joke. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I was like looking at the screen to make sure that is what that was. And I was like, damn, did he lower my opener? And I didn't see it, but no. I mean, it, it really just like felt that good. And I was very surprised with, um, I guess like the, the strategy we had going into the block. Like I know we had used this for Waco, but we kind of fine tuned it a little bit more going into Europa. And, um, like my, my Della felt so phenomenally strong. Like, uh, I think if I really had, like, if I had a fourth deadlift attempt, I probably could have pulled like 305 or 307 and a half that day. It would have just been like probably a grinder in my life, but I think I, I could have pulled more. Yeah, I think the training for deadlifts was uh, a little different. I think we actually started doing less deadlifting, yeah, uh, and kind of just focus on the like more like the squatting volume and like now we were for this like at least for like the last three months or so like you were only doing uh, a single in one day, and I think at a, a couple of blocks before that like, we were doing like sumo once a week and like conventional on the second day, and your deadlift like your sumo was progressing really well, and like whenever we got closer to the meet. Uh, we got a little bit more specific, so we want we didn't want to have the conventional day, so we had instead of the conventional day, we had like a lighter pause sumo, and having a pause having one single on the primary day, and that that was it. Like you would just pull a single, and that was it. <laughs> and yeah, just go a bench, and like that's <laughs> it. And on the second uh, second deadlift day, like it was like really easy sub maximal uh, pause deadlift work, and your deadlift was going amazing like you don't we didn't really have to push it that much if anything pulling back on that deadlift was like was the key yeah i, I mean you i think you even you even said it like that first block after waco was supposed to be a low stress block and i pulled over my competition max for three at like an eight and then i maxed out like that following saturday and i pulled like 290 after hitting a deadlift pr like four days prior like it was ridiculous how fast it was climbing and yeah, I, so actually, that, I honestly didn't feel that tired. Like I felt, yeah, obviously I was fatigued, but I didn't feel as tired as I had been in the past pulling like Della PRs. Yeah, I think that was a that was a sign that we should probably um, try max something out. new. I mean, oh, yeah, or or yeah. max out. Yeah, like that was like uh, from how well that low stress um, deadlift block went. Um, it kind of told us like, well, maybe we should stick with that strategy going going forward. And I think it's been working like since Waco, since uh, December. Absolutely. So I, th- so I think um, deadlifts are locked in, like the training are, are figured out. The squat was going also really well. Um, your squat, was, like you were hitting PRs every block after after that, that Waco meet. Uh, but I mean, like, I mean, what, do you can, what can you do about injuries? Like you can't really do much. You can't predict them. You can try to prevent, <clears throat> prevent them, but that's like, that's the most you can, you can do. So, um, so how, how would you say like the squat training went like as far as um from wake from the from your last meet to now? 
uh, squat training was was really good. I think at first I was I was inherently taking it lighter just because I was um, I was pretty smoked after Waco. I don't I don't know if you remember my third attempt. Like it, it took a lot out of me, and um, I remember like two or three weeks after, everything on squat felt like terrible. Like it didn't feel great. But um, like I think it was week four of that first block after Waco, everything just started feeling easy, and I I hit like my second attempt for two, which I believe was. 540 it was 245 so um Mm. and then i've been hitting like double triple prs um every block so it seemed and then i think i hit like 220 for eight which borderline is like ridiculous to do on a pivot week probably but um uh yeah i mean squat i I don't think there's there were many squat days that felt like heavy i think everything i unwrapped felt pretty light or at least it felt lighter than it should have um i was pretty i was pretty um determined to hit like a five or at least seven and a half kilo PR. And I, I think I could have, if I just managed to stay healthy, um, about the actual injury that, that like kind of took me off my wind, um, so to speak, like, um, I believe it was like three Mondays out from the competition. I, I, I came down with like, um, two twenty two and a half, and something just popped, but it didn't hurt. So I wasn't worried about it. I just, I felt like a large pop in my right hip. And then, um, I think I, like, I kept, you know, I, that was, I had like an ascending set that day. So that was the last squat. I started doing bench. And then I think when I was driving home, I was like in a decent amount of discomfort, but it wasn't enough for me to think it was like an injury. It wasn't until the next squat day, which it was a Thursday. I couldn't even get down with two reds. Like it, it was so like tight and painful that I was like, bro, what is going on? So I, I actually... I actually skipped that session um, just because the pain to a uh, stimulus ratio, it just wasn't, it, it, there was no justification to push through the pain. It was a recovery squat day. There was really, I wasn't going to get much out of it. So I just went ahead and skipped it and just did um, more front foot elevated split squat to like cover. Mm-hmm. The following Saturday, I believe was the Saturday that you showed up on us. Um, uh, like at seven at night, um, where I, I squatted like 235 and I was like shaking with like two reds, like in, in the warm up room, like warming up to it. And, um, I think I did back downs with like three reds and I was shaking. That was the day that, um, I believe AR was closed and like all the AR kids came up and I, I'm sitting there like not limping, but I was walking a little slow between the squat rack and, um, the couch. And I saw like, 10 plus AR kids walk in and I'm like, dude, I'm about to get jumped. And in my head, I was like, dude, Josh said them. Deep. I, it, has, <laughs> it has to be. And then I looked at my Instagram and you're at Metroflex. I'm like, he sent them. That's he why sent them here. your way. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's not here. There's about to be a murder. I was, I, you, I don't know if you ever watched Game Land, but there's, there's like, they show all like the gang signs, like in transition. And I, I, I kept seeing it. I was like seeing gang signs. I was like, this is it, bro. They're going to jump me. <laughs> These teenagers are going to jump me and I, I don't have enough energy to fight back. But yeah, it seems like your training was going fairly well. Um, okay, we 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 can go over. So, Josh Cortez, what what how how was your training going leading up to this meet? Um, honestly, it was really really well. I feel like my squat, like my squat, has been like my most confident lift. I think ever since my last meet in February, um, like I've just never touched a bar in training when I have to squat, and I was ever like doubtful or ever like in my head about is this going to happen or not. Like whether it was like hitting a PR or something I never hit before, I was very very confident. So um, that was fine. My bench training went really well too. I feel like 
my bench, um, I didn't make as much progress as I would have liked, but also like between the Texas Strength Classic and the Europa, I think it was like 14 weeks, if I'm not mistaken. So um, obviously enough time to train and go through a prep, but probably not a, a lot of time to try new things and see like, you know, can you gain some more stimulus here or, you know, really tweak things. So um, squat felt really well. Bench felt okay. Like I think my bench just, it just lagged along. Um, I'm not even going to lie. Like my deadlift in my head has always been like my worst lift. I feel like my deadlift is the lift that um, is definitely lacking from my squat and my deadlift or squat and my, and my, and my bench. Um, but going into it, like, you know, I'm just trying to improve like every single day I get into the gym, just seeing like, what can I get, what can I do better? Um, so it went pretty well. Like I remember a week out from the meets, I actually failed my deadlift single. And, uh, well actually even before that, I remember like five weeks out from the meet, like I was low key, like, you know, looking what JD was doing on squat. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to win this fucking bet. Like I think he did like 485 <laughs> for a set of seven. And I was like, eight. Oh. I did it. I did it for eight. <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude. Like, so I don't think we covered what the bet was. Yo, what did oh, you guys okay, want? Okay, okay. Yeah, do you guys want to go over what the bet was? Well, well first how, of all, how, how did it? Yeah, how did it start? Yeah, so okay. The, let's let's go over that because if you remember, JD, I, I wasn't even I wasn't even done competing at the last meet yet. I was still like competing. I'm Texas Strength Classic. I haven't even done my deadlifts yet because, like, I had just benched and we were chilling because, you know, the other fight was going. So, um, you know, I'm about to start, but we haven't started yet. And then, you know, I think JD had already signed up for the Europa or he was already on the roster. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pull up to the Europa and pull your warm-up in the world area, Josh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it for a set of 10 and then get ready for the meet. I'm like... Bro, I haven't even started like, yet. Like, man, I haven't even done his deadlift. I literally, bro. Like, I was so pressed, but you know, it was just that energy. I was like, man, fuck no. Like, I'm, no, you're gonna never gonna squat me. my deadlift. You're never gonna yeah. do it. And then little did I know, you know, he had something in his in his back of his sleeve, like waiting mm. in his blocks to come. Mm. But no, that's that's how it started. So like after that meet, you know, back into the gym on Tuesday. You know, I was training because I had a meet coming up in 15 weeks, but um. Yeah, like literally five weeks out, I remember I saw that video of him squatting. I think it was like 485 for a set of eight. And I was like, damn, this is going to be tough. Like, <laughs> I think I just did 235 and it was hard. Like, it was really hard. And I was like, God damn. That, like, that 485 squat for eight was actually after he hit like a 540 squat for a triple the week before at the end of his block. It was like, post that. It was hitting like, footage, was yeah. Before, yeah. Yeah, he didn't post it. I was like, bro, like, why don't you, why don't you post it? It's like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it. I was like, okay. Then like, he goes to his like, his like deload lower stress week, and he does 485 for eight. I look at, it, I was like, man, like, okay, like, I, like why? I don't, I, first of all, like, why are you doing 485 for eight? But looking at it, like the squat actually moved well too. Like the squat looked like he had like three, like two or three reps left in him. I was like, you know what? Fine. Like you can, you made it look easy. I know it's like 485 for eight, but hey, whatever. I know it's your, your I know it's supposed to be your deload week, but hey, whatever, whatever works for you. Um, I'm not even lying. Like going into the bet, like obviously, you know, between us, it was obviously just friendly competition. I don't, I never thought it would get like this much publicity around people, but I think part of it was like I remember the week of that, you know, I think we posted that little picture or we, we posted about it on Instagram. Like we're doing this little bet mm -hmm. um, that for that next four to five days, everybody that I talked to 
like you know about like hey like, this bet's going on whatever um no one actually believed that i could do it like everyone thought like i was in over my head like i would have absolutely no chance mm. and obviously yeah i think if jd was healthy he probably wouldn't have had a chance but like you know i think just the like the immediate like doubt that everyone had i was like man i don't care if i have to pull 600 pounds i'm gonna fucking to be, do it to, to be fair looking at your progress and how your deadlifts and like all your lifts were moving like really well going into um the tss meet your squat was like blowing up your deadlift was like every every deadlift you would do it would look really easy um I know, like, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be biased because, like, obviously, I coach JD, so I'm gonna be on his side. But looking at your training, I didn't, I didn't really think it will be too far off because your, your deadlift training was actually going really well. And I remember, I think, in the, in, our, in, the, in the podcast we had, whenever we talked about it uh, a while ago, um, I think maybe it was like, I don't know if it was like Abe, it was like maybe Abe or Josh. They were, they were saying like how it's like, oh, well, there's no way Josh can. Yeah, that was um, that was me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "There's no way he can squat, squat, a deadlift, whatever JD is is is, uh, is squatting." And like, because like I'm, I, I kind of keep up with Josh's uh, training. I was like, "Well, like his training actually has been going really well, and his deadlift is actually going really well." So I thought I thought it would be closer than uh, like everyone anticipated. Yeah, honestly, like when we got to five weeks, six weeks out, I completely forgot about the bet. You know, mm-hmm. I think we you kind of get tunnel vision for the meet and you just really want to put everything you have into the whole performance. So like it wasn't even a thing where like I was thinking about it. Like I think literally like when we got around that time, I kind of forgot about it. And then once we got to three weeks out, people kept reminding me like, oh, so what are you going to pull, bro? I'm like whatever's there, like I don't, yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever's there for the day. Like I have no idea what's going to be there, bro. So, so, J- like, so JD, like what's, what's your mindset? Like whenever you like kind of challenge someone for those bets, like, what are you like, I know it's mostly friendly <laughs> or at least that's what I'm, what I'm guessing. Um, like, do you, are you trying to like hype up the meat? Like, are you trying to just like, does it, does, does it kind of hype you up for, for training kind of motivates you? Um, I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, it's definitely friendly. Um, I, I refrain from having these types of challenges with other people. And I've had people DM me who like, I know them, but I'm not like super close. Like I am to Cortez or like you or Josh. So it's like, um, I tell them, no, like, I don't, I don't have these types of challenges with people I'm not too close with. And I've learned that just from craziness in the back in the, in the past. But, um, my, I guess my goal for it is to, yeah, hype the meetup, but I think it also brings like a layer of, um, even if I'm like tired, like there's, I'm not gonna lie, like there's plenty of days where I come in, I'm, I'm just not really wanting to do it. Like I'm kind of tired. Like I, I will do it, but like I'm exhausted from work, you know, or, or whatever. And I think having that type of like friendly competition, it makes you feel like, hey, well, Josh isn't resting. Josh isn't holding back. Like Josh is coming in here and doing everything he needs to do to get to beat me. So like. I need to be doing the same thing. Like, you know, it, it'll, it'll, it'll make me cross my T's, dot my I's in a sense. Um, I don't think I absolutely need that competition to, to do that anyway. Like, I think I, I'll, I'll just do it anyway, but um, it definitely, it definitely just brings out more fun. And it also, it also, in my opinion, it brings out like a, a sense of like a hype to the comp. Like if you, I mean, if you saw how many people were there to really see who was going to outlift who, I think when Josh's Josh was pulling a second attempt, 
like I had like five or six people like, bro, he loaded two and a half kilos more than your scout. I was like, I see he loaded that. I, I'm sitting right here in arm's distance from the from the platform, bro. I'm right behind Caleb. I can see he loaded that. Yes, thank you, AR people. Get away from me. I was, I was like, don't come to pod ever again. Next time you have gym clothes, don't come over. <laughs> I'm like, I'm right here. They're like, bro, he's going to pull you. What are you going to have to buy him dinner? I was like, yes, I'm going to buy him dinner regardless. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not a sore loser. Like, I, I like, uh, and I also think that, um, I have learned more from losing, like, when I make these challenges, like, I've learned more from losing, or I feel like I get more out of losing than I do from winning. I, I Sometimes I'll make challenges with people I know I'm not going to win. Like, like I think for Waco, we had a challenge between two of my other teammates, Sam um, and uh, Eric, who could bench the most. And I knew going in, I wasn't going to bench. That's like not my best lift, but it it helped me push that lift. And I'm still pushing it because I don't want to get left behind from these two people who are substantially stronger than me in that lift. So it, it's just, it just like eggs you on, on the days that you don't feel like being egged on. Like, oh, well, I, you know, I can't, I can't slack off. I have to, I have to get it done. Yeah. I think it's pretty, like it, it hypes up the meat. It kind of makes people like it. It make it, there is like always something to look forward to whenever you have like this competition going on. People would go to the to the meet and be like, "Oh, what's what's going on with with a with with Josh and and JD?" Like it kind of like it, it always has something for people to look forward to. And it's uh, I, I mean I thought it was like a really it gave like it gave some publicity to to you guys. I thought like it's really it's, re- it's really cool. Um, but as far as like Josh's meet, I know you, you were talking about your, your squat and bench going, you're talking about your squat going really well. What, what did you end up squatting on the meet? Um, so we actually had a pretty, um, intensive plan. Like, so going into the meet, like I try not to get too attached to numbers because I literally just want to do what I, what I'm capable of for the day. But, um, our plan was, so my opener was 205. So like, you know, 451 pounds. Um, that moves well. We had a plan to go up to a 215, which would have been 474. And if that moved well, we would have went um, 227 and a half, so 501. Um, so I took 474 for my second, and it moved well. I think what I did um, on my opener, I got one depth call. Uh, moved really fast, but I got one red on depth. So on my second attempt, I just wanted it to be undeniable. I wanted to make sure, like going into my third, I'm extremely confident in what I can do. So I I don't sink it. I think I just take it lower than what I probably normally do. Um, I get three white lights, but coming out of the hole, I just felt like my leg drive wasn't as like efficient. Like I wasn't able to really drive through the lift the way I normally do. So it felt a little hard out the hole. So I just told Marcellus, I was like, hey, just put whatever you think is there. Um, whatever it is, I'm going to squat it. So he ended up putting 220, which is um, – that was a meat PR in itself. So I definitely am happy about that. So um, he loaded 220. 40, yeah, 84. Um, 485. 485, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I do that. And honestly, it moved easier than the second attempt. I was like, damn, you know, I probably could have had 501 for the day. But um, that was a five uh, meat five kg meat PR in itself. So definitely not, definitely not sad about that. Um, my bench, my bench is the one lift where I was like, whatever happens is going to happen. Like that wasn't, I wasn't making as much progress as I would have liked. So going into the meet, I was just like, let's just take what we can for the day. Um, really my only goal for this Europa meet was to try to qualify the 74, uh, junior division for Ron nationals. 
Um, and I just did that. Like, I think it's 610 kilos and I, uh, totaled 612 and a half. So like I actually needed that last deadlift. Like I was really looking forward to it. I was like, Ooh, I'm gonna need this. But for my bench, I took a uh, 132 and a half. So 292 pounds and moved very easy. Uh, my second attempt, it kind of gave me uh, a little worry because I got up there and I was very like conscientious of my time. Like I really tried to use the entire minute or not rush my, my setup. Um, but my platform was a little slippy. Like I wasn't really able to get my feet like into the ground. So I remember, um, I was taking the bar off the rack and then like my left foot just totally came up in the air. Like I lost it. So like, luckily the bar hadn't come off yet. It was about to but I put it back down and I saw that I had 10 seconds left. So like, I literally just like press it off the rack and then, you know, get my butt down. I get the, the start command. I do it, uh, moves pretty well, but you know, obviously because of the rush, I wasn't exactly confident for my third. So I was like, same thing, Mar- like Marcellus, just do whatever you want. Um, I'm going to press it. So like he ended up taking, uh, 145. So 319 pounds and moved easier than my second, which I'm kind of frustrated about, but it kind of happens. Like, at least I got it. So, um, that was a two and a half meet PR from what I did in February. So that's really um, good. Yeah. Like I, I think I had a pretty good day going into my deadlifts. Like, like my opener, like I think people saw it. I, I missed it just because like, well, it's kind of my fault. Like I, I picked it up. And then going back down, I think once I got halfway down, I just let it go. Like, you know, you're supposed to follow the bar all the way down to the ground. But when I got halfway down, I just like, I guess, dropped it. So um, I was walking back. And luckily, I, I saw it because like our TV, the the lights weren't coming on every single time. So like, I wasn't even sure if I got it or not. But I looked back and I saw two thumbs down. So I was like. I had no idea why I got the red lights, but then I saw, I was like, oh, damn, like, you know, I didn't get it. But I think it moved fast enough to where I was pretty confident going up from that number. I think, yeah, I was pretty good in the headspace. So we took 240 as my second, which is 529 and moved pretty well. I think it's probably the easiest ever moved. So going into it, I didn't even know, like, I, I definitely saw JD's last squat, but I didn't even think about it. I just thought, like, off of that um 240 i just thought like 247 and a half would have been the perfect call because i think 250 might have been a reach like i'm not sure that would have been there but i definitely knew i had uh like 245 so i was like let me just go in between but um yeah we ended up doing 545 got it and uh that was the day yeah what did you end up with as far as uh the meat pr total meat pr uh, I hit, uh, it was 20 keys. Yeah. 20 kg meet PR. So I did 592 oh, and a half in February. That's like five kilos a month. It's yeah, really that's, really, that's some really good progress. And, yeah. and he left someone in the tank for, um, squats and bench. So 20 kilos with some left in the tank. So yeah, really it was a really good training block. Like I think, I think going into it, um, I really try to not get attached to numbers as far as like, oh, I want to squat this or I need to bench this. Um, the only goal I have going to every single meet is just to add to my total because I feel like, you know, if you are a powerlifter and you're and you're trying to be competitive, you know, that's the one metric that literally like decides how competitive you are is what do you total at meets. So, you know, going into meets, like, of course, I have like 
yeah, if I have a good day on my squats, I want to hit this number or, you know, I think this might be there for the day. But ultimately, it's really about, hey, how strong do I feel? Warm ups, how am I feeling? And, you know, just like meet day execution, just go in there and do your best. And if I can, you know, total more than I did last time, like I'm going in with the wind in my head. Yeah, my, my goal always in training is every block, I'm just going to try to add two and a half kilos to my lifts. Like I'm not even going to push for five or more. I'm just like, if I if I can add two and a half kilos to my like, S7 and one rep max, that's that's a win in my books. Uh, I think like that was like the biggest key, especially for my bench, is not shooting for those like big PRs, just taking that two and a half kilos every block. And if you can get every block, like after four or five blocks like that's 10 plus kilos on your bench um so yeah i think that's like that's a really good way to approach it and it, and obviously it worked out really well for you thank goodness yeah <laughs> like, i was because like it, after i missed the opener on my deadlift i was like oh like jd is not even healthy and he might still beat me because like i can't execute on my deadlift but uh no like you know i think going into that second i didn't really worry too much like i knew it was gonna i knew 240 was there i just had to you know just let myself be collected not going over hyped just you know go do what, what i know i can do and um yeah kind of worked out i think I, the experience like, too helps like going you've been through a lot of meets before that's not your first meet so the experience helps a lot with that not getting your not getting in your head for that second attempt oh for sure mm. I like that that mindset that um that you have where you're just you're going in and just you're just gonna take what's you know the best of what's there. I think um coming to a Nas, that's definitely something I had to learn where I had I had a lot of um like overly high expectations I think of myself and I if I didn't reach those expectations it was uh it was a failure. Even like I might hit like a thirty kilo PR, but like, oh I didn't hit this number so I failed. Like no. I, I think um Nowadays, like if I'm just adding anything to my total and like, especially now without getting hurt, um, you know, I, I'm happy. Like I know when I went to Waco, I, um, I think I, I, I went eight for nine as well. I, I technic on technicality failed my third deadlift. I wasn't upset about it, but I was really happy that like I hit like a 10 kilo squat, five kilo bench. And like, I still hit like 600 on deadlift, which was a huge goal of mine. And, um, I think that's something that Anaz has taught me inadvertently, uh, to, you know, small part progress is still progress, like little progress, still better than no progress. Oh, for sure. Like, I think, you know, the, the longer you're lifting, it's harder to make progress. I think, you know, people who have been lifting a while probably know that already. Like, you know, you need more stimulus, so you can't just do what you've always been doing. You have to find different ways to make progress. Um, like I was thinking about, like my first year or two in lifting, when I would go compete, um, I had no aspirations to go nine for nine. I was like, if if I don't hit it like an RP ten or more on my third, I didn't try. <laughs> I'm not and trying hard enough. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm like, man, do you know what an RP ten means? Like, <laughs> like you can't do any. Like you, you blow on the bar too hard, you might not come up. So yeah. like, you know, I, you might die. Literally, like I might just like pass out and die. So like, you know, 
I think now thinking about because the the Europa was like my seventh meet than I did. So I know definitely, you know, Anas has definitely done more meets. Um, I was talking to Chance the other day. I think he's done like 24 meets. Yeah, <laughs> Chance competed also not only in the USAPL. He competed in like in all federations, like the, the, the NASA uh, Federation, USBA. He's done everything. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And, you know, I think now just my mindset towards training, obviously, like I'm still going in and trying to push myself. I think that there's a time, you know, like when, like, you know, exactly in 14 weeks between Texas Train Classic and the Europa, um, you know, I just tapered for that. Uh, February meet. So obviously I knew first week back, first couple weeks back, I'm not going to be able to push as hard as I would like to because I'm not trained for it. Like I just tapered, but I do know like in a couple of weeks, like maybe like eight weeks down the road, nine weeks down the road, um, I should be in a position where I can push because at that point I'll probably be like four weeks out, five weeks out. So, you know, you got to pace yourself. You got to make sure like, you know, there's a goal and, you know, you're, you're, you know what you're trying to, what, what's, what are you trying to accomplish? Because, um, you know, there definitely is a time where you need to be pushing and you need to make sure like lifts are there and strength is there. But there's also a time where you might just need to dial back a little bit and, you know, you might just need to take the foot off the gas a little bit just to see if you can make sure the longevity for how long you can push is there. Nah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> boy. Can't, can't, can't relate. Yeah, can't relate. <laughs> that's, that's actually a good transition into Josh number two, uh, his meet. Because like, I think that that was the approach he was um, using going into this meet. Oh, he was like going sure. in. Yeah. Yeah, going in trying to hit. Like if I can beat my PR or match it on from my last meet, like that's a win in my books. And I'll try to add like five kilos here, five kilos there. And like at the end of the day, like you'll end up with whatever, 15 kilos or more on your, on your total. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, it's injury sucks and sometimes it is a part of it, but I think that like you are, you guys were talking about, like, just, just staying healthy and just adding a little bit here and there. It's kind of like the approach I, I took. So when I did kind of hurt my hip, kind of took a step back I was like okay well I can do this I'll kind of hedge my bets on like the other two lifts so if I can keep those going and just kind of maintain this maybe I'll have a shot at PRing my squat if not if I can match it whatever so that strategy worked out pretty well I made it so what did yeah what did you end up with on your um, squat bench deadlift so ended with 195 140 242 and a half, mm-hmm. 577 wow. and a half total. Yeah. Are, are those PRs? Um, I know you PR'd on some lifts. The squat wasn't, that was just, I matched the squat, but uh, mm-hmm. bench was a 10 kg PR and deadlift was a 2.5 kg PR. Josh, you pulled 534? Yep. And that's also, like, we got to give him some credit. Like he's going through Cairo school. Like he has like a full workload of, uh, of school and still being able to train yeah. and yeah. make progress too, like let alone compete and make progress while doing all that um, yeah. studying for for your Cairo school. Yeah, for sure. So always becoming a doctor. Yeah, that, that's crazy, right there. Soon enough, mm-hmm. but yep, that was like one thing that I kind of wanted to like make sure because like after this meet, like man, school's gonna get crazy again. So like if I can end this on a high note and then i'll come back again another two years at another 12 12 and a half that'd be good plus like y'all know my younger brother he was lifting in the the weight class below mine 
and uh, he was actually forecasted to hit 1300 as well. But I was like, nah, he can't be hitting 1300 first. So I was like, <laughs> that was that was the original plan. But then I kind of saw that he was not really having like a tough meet, but like he wasn't going to hit like 1300. I was like, all right, new plan. If I can just like total more than him, like I'm still the stronger <laughs> brother. So we, we, we good there. For now. For now, yeah. So for now. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep, next meet. So right now, like I, I, I made that goal. Like I'm still the stronger brother. I think I totaled like 20 pounds more than him. So we, we good. Mission accomplished. What's the, what's the age difference between you two? Four years. God. Yeah. Yep. So, so, JD, do you have any plans moving forward? JD and Josh? Um, I mean... Yeah, I, now now that I see what I'm actually capable of, like gas to the you know pedal to the floor, um, I think I am going to take a little bit more conservative of an approach to my off season or off season quote unquote uh, going into uh, the October comp, which I believe we're like 17 weeks out this Saturday. To some degree, like what Josh said, you know, know when to push because I, I was definitely pushing more than I should have in the six months leading into this one, and obviously just focus on rehab or prehab as much as I can, which is something that I don't typically do. I, I used to pride myself in being a tank and now I've realized that I'm in fact not, um, that I am human. You are not so, built different. Yeah. I, <laughs> you I, built the same. I, you I, built, I, built like, built a, like a G-Wagon. I'm, built crooked. <laughs> I'm, I'm not aligned. My alignment is off. <laughs> I'm going to go to a dealership. Yeah. And Josh, you? are you competing in time soon? Um, yeah, I'm actually doing the exact same meet. I'm also doing the H-Town Showdown at... What <laughs> you laughing at? J- JD versus <laughs> Josh Part 2. Right, right, right before he said this, he was like, no win a push, you know, came out of TSS 12 weeks, Ooh. came out of Europa 6 weeks, October Dude, like, 7 weeks, turn around. Turn around. <laughs> meet Pior. 20, 20, 20, 20 keys. 20 keys, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um... It was kind of cool because the Monday after the the Europa, Marcellus and I, which which is who was my coach, um, we had a conversation. Just, who's that? Just, uh, ac- actually, AKA the Swole Fester. The Swole Fester. Um, oh, simple, Fester. specific, and scientific. Um, oh. Ooh, I'm sure I can say that because that, that's his tagline. But, um, no, he's he's my coach, and we had a conversation on the Monday after the Europa, just about like my training. Um, I was able to talk to him just about like, you know, trends that I see and, you know, things that I think I could do and probably benefit off of. Um, and he just kind of gave me his, his take and things that he also wanted me to do. And we just kind of almost like wrote my block together right then and there. Um, and it's just really cool because, you know, you can definitely tell like, you know, y'all two, as far as like JD and Oz have that relationship where like, you know, y'all can easily have a conversation about like JD's training and, you know, implement some things that y'all both might even agree on as far as like what he should be doing to push himself and make progress. And I definitely have that uh, relationship with Marcellus as far as like what I think I could do, but also, you know, making sure he's still like overseeing everything as far as Mm -hmm. like what my program is and, you know, just making sure I'm doing the right things. Um, I think that relationship, whoever your coach is, is super important because, you know, if you're, especially if you're a powerlifter, like you're probably in the gym, like a lot throughout the week, you know, it's probably a big chunk of, of your life. So, you know, why not at least um, make sure you're doing exactly what you need to be doing? Why not like put your best 
training in someone else's hands, someone who has like the best interest for you. Um, so yeah, I'm actually really excited for training because um, I'm going to do a lot of things that I haven't been able to do in a while. Um, obviously, I'm not trying to push like intensity right now, but I think um, after the Europa, I kind of opened my eyes a little bit to what I can still do, and you know maybe what I can do to make some progress here and there. So um, at the at the H Town Showdown, I'm excited because I think I'm about to bring out a meet that I haven't done ever, and I'm excited. Do Do you want to go into specifics on like what kind of changes you're trying to make in, in your programming? Um, so for instance, like right after the February meet, you know, it was like, I want to say 14 to 15 weeks. So, uh, my squat, I haven't been able to push a lot of volume on my squat, at least for my primary days for a while. Um, I mean, I kind of have, but I haven't hit a top set of over four and almost like five months just because of where the meets are stacking up. So coming out of this meet, um, I'm going to be doing almost like tussles of five in my squat, which I'm excited about because I feel like if there's one lift that I'm built for, it's the squat. Um, I think bench, I've just been able to get very technical with it and deadlift. You know, my, I just deadlift what I can. Um, but we're definitely going to ramp up the volume a little bit on my squat. You know, enough that I can handle. I think something we've also figured out is whenever I ramp up my squat, uh, volume my deadlift somewhat suffers a little bit so um we're just trying to play with what i can handle and still have good deadlift sessions so um that's one of the elements we're, we're gonna do um i'm gonna be uh i've been benching three times a week already but on my secondary day we're gonna up the volume a little bit more than what i already have um because usually i'll do like a comp bench on my primary day and then like a variation so like we've been doing like a close grip um, on my secondary days and then we'll do like a long pause on my tertiary day so i'm gonna keep um my primary and secondary day as a comp uh like grip but my tertiary day is gonna be a closer grip or a large press or something to that effect so i'm excited about that because my bench is something that we've already seen in training that when i am able to push the volume um you know the progress is, is there it's just like keeping my shoulders healthy, keeping, you know, like myself healthy in that sense. Am I able to withstand that? So, um, again, trying to just play with what I can handle right now and deadlift. Um, honestly, like, like I think I already said that my deadlift is definitely like the lift that I feel like I have the most to gain. So, um, we're still making some changes right there. I think we're going to kind of play with my stance and just see like, if I can get more out of my setup, um, but no, all in all, like I'm definitely excited for training. Cause I think even, even after I meet, you know, you have like data that you can use going into training as far as like, Hey, how did it go? What did you struggle with that whole thing? And I think we have a lot of that from this Europa meet. So, um, going into this H town showdown, I'm definitely excited, uh, going into it. I think right now, my only goal is I would like to qualify the 74 kg open class for raw nationals. And that's going to be. Uh, a 625 kilo qualifying total. So if I can add like 12 and a half keys to my current total, I'll, I'll get there. So I think it's reasonable, which I think is definitely something you should do, you know, like when you're making goals is keeping it realistic. But um, I think if I can keep myself healthy and, you know, train smart the way I that, you know, Marcel and I know that I can, I think it's going to be a good meet. I should remember, I remember you, uh, I don't know if you remember this, like back in 20, like 16 or 2017, like you'd always tell me, like, Anas, I'm coming, I'm coming for you. Hey, uh, hey honestly, whoa, whoa, hey, honestly, whoa. honestly, after oh, seeing, after seeing your squat progress and like where your squat is and how your training is going, 
I'm kind of, I'm, I kind of feel scared? like you're coming. Yeah, yeah you're, you're coming for me. I'm he's getting, getting kind of scared. He's coming hard. So I still, I still have those memes on my phone. Like I yeah. still have them. They're Bro, still his, like he, your squats. I'm like, 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 damn! I should, I should watch. Yeah, that. Like, he, my boy he, Josh is he, coming. He never forgot. He was Bro. so confident, yeah. and, and I think that was 2017. It was at Metroflex when we went to mm-hmm. go watch you, and I was, it was like a few months before I came to you as an athlete. He was. Mm-hmm. He was like, Anaz, I'm coming for your total. And I was, I was we both looked it up We're like, like oh, whatever. bro, he's not like 250. Yeah. Boy. Like it was it was funny back now. then, but now it's not that funny yeah. because he's actually coming. It's like, I was saying that. I hadn't even squatted 400 pounds yet. And I was yeah, like, I remember, I'm coming, yeah. Anaz, I'm coming. And then it was funny though. back then. It was funny back then, but not anymore. Not anymore. This boy it's literally right. is I'm not, not going to bench over 400 within like but, the hey, next but, like but, five, but, six years. But, but that squat and deadlift are kind of... Or like they're coming for me. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of worried. That, not that delicate, but. Uh. <laughs> hey, well, it okay. came, for, it came for your squat. You had it coming, man. Here's the part of the podcast everybody wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, this built the, second. <laughs> you, you missed, you missed all of like all of the, um, the, the talking that Josh was doing before you came in the. Um, oh, you mean the 30 mean, minutes because, that yeah, we had? Yeah, the 30 minutes oh, he yeah. was late. He, yeah, he was, he was saying you left your out at the door. He was, he was. <laughs> I was saying he was still limping to his computer from <laughs> the meet. He's late. <laughs> I think got there yet. I'm like, I'm like, keep on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Wait, I'll uh, see you in H Town. What? Oh, oh. What? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Part two. Part two. Do, do you guys yeah. have any? Do you have any anything going on for this H Town meet, or just Hell uh, no. just Hell competing? No, like, yeah, yeah, no. We're just no, you guys are done. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm like, I, I yeah, compete. I think, we, I think we tired it out. I, yeah, I do like, have a competition with somebody on my team though. Uh, Naji. Like we're going. I think we're doing like uh, Della per Della on Wilkes or something like that. I can't remember what she has said, but yeah, I'm IPF, gonna, yeah. Uh, I, what is it called? The good lift points. IPF good lift points. Yeah. Good lift points. She, she made, she made it up. Like I was sitting there innocently on my phone and she came up. No, me. no. Hey, I was, no, no, you, I you were challenging her. I, I was like, that. Oh, no. you're, you guys not, deadlifts are pretty close. I didn't challenge her. I was actually I think, just sitting there on my phone and she came up. She's like, I'm going to out pull you, you know, based on a lighter woman. And I'm like, Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. I, I think, I think it was me. I think it was me who came up with it. Because like you two have like pretty close, um, like deadlift good lift points. So I was like, well, that would be a kind of kind of interesting uh, competition between you guys. Because because Naji deadlifts like over four hundred at what is it like, one thirty eight, and um, JD deadlifts over six six. Like he deadlifts six sixty at um at one eighty three. <laughs> so the good the good lift points are pretty pretty close. Oh, yeah, it, it it probably is close. I don't want to. Yeah, it just sounds no. crazy when you say it like that. Like, yeah. no, we we were the so what was it? I think it was Monday. We had uh, one of our teammates' birthdays was right there at that CC's next to Pod, and I came in, and she was like, she's like, I just noticed you pulled three hundred. I was like, I've been posting it nonstop since the meet, but okay. And then she was looking, she was looking at like what she would have to deadlift to match my current deadlift, which is not even what I'm gonna pull at H Town. And mm-hmm. then she was like, I have to pull like. 205 or something like 210. I was like, you're gonna have to open with 210. I think it's 418. I think it's 418 yeah. to match your, your, three, yeah, your 661. But if you yeah. would pull like 683, you'll have to pull like 440, 450. It, it, it would have to be a 424 to beat it. It would have yeah, been 418 yeah. to match. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Naji can deadlift. Like, yeah, it isn't Naji like, has, it isn't like this is new to her. Like, she can deadlift. No. So, yeah. like, she can, yeah. she has those she's long built, arms relevant for her height. Yeah. 
she can shake your hand from home. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her tie her shoe at a stand up. Yeah. yeah, I think I actually saw her helping y'all because I know y'all didn't have any deadlift jacks. But yeah, she, she was, was back. She was, yeah. jack, so y'all, she, she was, was able to. Yeah, she was working y'all. as a deadlift jack. Yeah, in the back. <laughs> she uh, she shook my hand next week because of how next long week. Was, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think that would be fun. Um, but yeah, that. I mean, do, is there anything else you guys want to cover? Um. I'm definitely not going to be competing against anybody like this ever again. Like it, I just compete the best whenever I'm my, you know, biggest opponent. And, you know, it's just, I mean, I, I think it got a little too big too. Cause I know, I didn't even know people. I mean, I knew people went to pod because AR was closed, but I didn't even know people were like, you know, trying to stand up JD, like right there. I was like, Oh yeah. I think people were taking it more it? seriously than you guys. Well, I think, okay. So I think the reason that was, was because I had multiple competitions with multiple people. And you, I mean, while you were just one of like five or six, I think there were so many people backing you just because of the affiliation from your gym. Like they know you more than they know me and they know of me, but they don't know me. So when they came to pod, and they saw me like warming up for deadlift. They're like, Damn. "Who's gonna, who's gonna yeah. squat more? Your deadlift." AR wanted that like, smoke. Yeah, I was sitting here. I'm like, "Can I pull this one red? Like, am I? <laughs> can I use the restroom? Y'all get out of the restroom? <laughs> Why y'all in the restroom? I'm in here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was interesting to say the least. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I know I say like Josh is, or I know Josh thinks he's not like one of the faces of AR, but apparently you have a following bigger than you really think. Cause uh, I mean, man, there were people like rooting for you. Like, and I'm glad you won. Cause we saw that when you pulled your third, like people were like, yeah, he beat JD. And I was cheering too. And they were pushing me. They were like, <laughs> me up. They, they didn't see you cheering. I was going to say yeah. they weren't happy for his deadlift. They're just like, yeah, he beat JD. Everybody. I was getting stomped out on the floor. Yeah, he beat you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're beating me, though. Yeah, now yeah. I'm getting beat. Yeah, like, JD was literally one of the first people to, like, congratulate me. Like, after that third pool, it wasn't even, like, anything hostile. It, it was, was, it was, it was no. cool. You know, like, I think that's the way it kind of should be. Yeah. Now, obviously, we have, like, uh, <laughs> we have, like, you know, um, like, I think he was telling me this before we started this podcast, but, like, you know, I've, I've probably seen, J- like, actually physically seen him, like, four times in like the past two years but you know we're texting like almost all the time like you know i i think i actually keep up with this training pretty well just because of how you know how close we kind of are in that aspect so like you know it, it's just kind of cool that even people you don't get to see a whole lot or you know get to see all the time when, whenever you see them like in in real life it, it's always like real it's always you know what it should be absolutely and it, i mean even when we train together like that uh I think there was a time I went over there like early this year, or maybe last year. I can't remember. And, oh yeah, I came, yeah. To, I came to AR one day. Like randomly too, I pulled up. I I just had like time, and I pulled up randomly, and I think I caught you over there. It like that's a blast, dude. It's it's always fun just just hitting those sessions with you. I, I don't even think I think I had like SSB and like dumbbell press. Like I it wasn't even like a big session, but it was so fun because just because we're always cracking these these jokes. And honestly, I don't even know what we're talking about, but it's so funny. Jokes are like three years old at this point. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, our, jo- if it, our, our jokes are older than some of the lifters that they are. But I mean, yeah, I think people funny. don't know how how vote. old, like how like how long you guys have been friends. Like you guys have been friends like for like over four years now. Yeah, I think um, we're, we're going on five. I met yeah, because twenty sixteen. I know. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. I know I met him at the first pod location. Like you know, not the current one, the very first one they ever had. 
Um, that, that's where I met, like, you know, like Shelton and JD and pretty much the whole, like, original, like, pod fam. Um, and then I forgot what year they, they moved, but I know they moved, I want to say 2018, because the gym just literally got too big for the small space. So mm-hmm. um, they had to move a couple of, like, doors down. But I know 2017 for sure, if not 2016. Um, but, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time, dude. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like you guys have been like it's just like a new thing. You guys don't know each other, and like you just started this bet. Like you guys have been friends for a long time, and it's like it's all it's all fun and games. It's all in fun, yeah, yeah. I think something that what was it I was talking about earlier on the group chat for this podcast was that like I'm coming up on three years of being coached by Nas, which I didn't even realize until I signed up for this H Town meet, and I have it saved in my calendar. Like I was putting it in the calendar, and I think that same week is our three year working together and i was like good god it's like how that's where does the time go it doesn't feel like i've been in powerlifting even that long let alone yeah, de- one coach this long <laughs> yeah definitely definitely flies i don't i thought like it was like two years honestly i didn't think it was uh three years and i know also josh has been with marcellus for a long man, time i think you were man, like one ooh. of his first clients yeah like, you were like, like i the- man to see marcellus's growth is so cool and so encouraging i literally remember when Marcellus, like he just graduated from UNT and he was giving out like customized programming for $20, like $20 versus what he's doing now. And I think that wasn't that long ago. That was like 2016, I believe. So uh, just, just to see what he was doing and just to see that literally his, his passion and his work ethic has just, you know, elevated him to where he is now, like, you know, competing, and coaching some of like the best athletes in the country it's just really crazy to see but it's also kind of cool because i can definitely say that uh he definitely hasn't switched up in that time like he, he definitely didn't get you know too big and uh you know start acting differently he's been the same person since i've been able to meet him i think you know that's probably why he has such a big following and why people are just you know like when they get around him you can just tell the energy is there it's really cool to see yeah. another anything thing about- i think he got better as a person yeah like he I, was like he's yeah like he was like he's getting a lot uh because like i remember marcellus uh back in like 20 what is it like 2016 or 2017 like meeting him the first time and like we, we've been friends ever since then and like i know it seems like we guys like like me and marcellus are like we always joke around but marcellus is like one of my best friends and he's been like one of my biggest supporters so i mean i know like I'm really happy for his uh, for his progress and like how where he is now. I know he's coaching like he has like one of the biggest teams in USAPL and like he has like uh, like the biggest lifters and he's only getting better. I, I think also on top of that is that um, I don't know if a lot of people know that Marcellus was also at nationals coaching like national accredited athletes like world class athletes and then like what seemed like he teleported from florida to dallas because i didn't expect to see him at the meet and he just pulled up he was like how's your how's your leg i was like how did you get here like and he, he was he was at he a was meet fine. before he where was he before he was in um, he was at the carolina, carolina. Time. yeah he was in carolina for like the weekend before during the week he was in uh daytona and then like, he goes back to dallas at the end of the week so like he was in like three different states and within like seven days handling yeah. and i don't know how many lifters he handled and probably he, like, over 20 lifters and he Dude, came not, to not even that. The yeah, that he, he kept yard. training. Like yeah. he he still did not miss a day. Like in that week of training, like he he found a gym to train at in Carolina or North Carolina, 
and then you know he trained in Daytona and then like I remember he, like he posted that he went to pod like I think after the meet and I was like dude you are something else like and he had a, a cop yard he had a squat yard yeah. too. Not only did he train, he trained hard that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't do one of these JD sessions. Like he actually yeah. had to go in the gym and, and work. Actually, work hard. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, he. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like um, when I hear the term "built different," like I feel like that term is thrown out to so many different people. Like it's kind of lost its value. But when I hear built different, I actually think of Marcellus. Like he is built different. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Marcellus tired, like ever. It does, I, I don't actually, think it, I don't think he's human. Yeah, he's I don't think he ever boy. complains or anything. He's just like, yeah, he just does his work, does his best. And like always trying to like, he, he always like sees what he like, what, what like what life gives him and like he just dr- tries his best. Like if I have yeah. to handle like at three meets in three different states, like, well, Fine, like I'll I'll do my best trying to get my training in. Let's get it. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's borderline like not human. Like if if he came up to be an alien, I wouldn't. I would not even be surprised. Like he is an alien, actually. Yeah, yeah. explains why his deadlift is getting so strong. Exactly. (laughs) Leverages. What leverages? There's more gravity on that planet. Just deactivating the gravity. (laughs) 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 That Martian water. Well, yeah, I think that that about wraps it up. Um, I mean, before we end, I want to thank Abraham, uh, Junior, Najee, and Sheila for helping out. I definitely couldn't have done it without you guys handling 10 people at one meet. Like that was, that was a nightmare going into it. So having the support group, uh, going through the meet was a huge help. I know all the lifters who competed really appreciate you guys helping. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I appreciate all the help that all y'all did. Yeah, they were, they were goats. Yeah, y'all, y'all are the real stars of the meet. Like, if it wasn't uh, for honestly, all y'all yeah. keeping tabs on all of us, like, it wouldn't have been the meet it was. So, shout out to y'all. Yeah, and I'm glad Josh, JD, Joshy did really well. Um, I'm looking forward to you guys' next meet. Uh, I hope uh, Josh makes his um, qualifying total and JD hits whatever numbers he's trying to hit. <laughs> yeah, all of them. All of, yeah. all of them. <laughs> Watch yes. out, Najee. Watch out. Watch out, Najee's <laughs> coming. Yeah, sleep with one eye open. Thank you to JD, Josh, and Junior for being on this week. Also, thank you so much for listening. You can listen to us every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at ChalkMyBack. Have a great week. <laughs> Josh, do you plan on competing anytime soon? You know, I might just have to do more, yeah. Like those khaki pants... Bro, those they khaki were... pants. <laughs> JD they were kept screaming, talking bro. me about those pants. They were screaming. Bro, I wanted to be as strong as those, as those khaki pants. Oh, fans, <laughs> bro. Like, you know, those jeans ain't lying. You, 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 walk, you walk up to me, I'm sitting on the floor.